0: If you want to succeed at digital business, it all comes down to one word, trust. No, make that two words, digital trust. Hi, I'm Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast, and digital trust is so important to modern business success that we had to give you a global perspective. So we've got Felix Gatkins on the line from Luxembourg and his fellow Gartner analyst Ant Allen calling in from England. They've also helped co-author the Gartner Research Special Report. Digital Trust, Enabling Agile Risk Management, now out on Gardner.com. Gentlemen, welcome. And Felix, let me put the first question to you. Trust has always been important in our business dealings, but what makes digital trust even more important than that traditional approach?
1: Well, let's first just quickly say, what does digital trust actually mean? Because I've read that term quite often, and all people did was put the word digital in front of the word trust. And then we're just talking about trust. But we really think that digital trust is something very different. It very much relates to digital business, which is you know, the blurring of the physical and the digital worlds to create new business patterns. And we need digital trust to make all of that happen. So there's a big difference between regular trust or regular understanding of trust and digital business. I like to say that for traditional trust, traditional trust is built over years, takes years to build, takes seconds to break, and forever to rebuild. Whereas with digital trust, where people and things and businesses come together at a flash of an instant to do their digital interaction, and then afterwards the whole thing goes away again, so digital trust has to be created established within a split second can also be destroyed within a split second has to be continuously adaptive so that's really the big difference and why is it so important because as companies are in this wave of digitalization we need new trust levels and we need to adapt our current trust levels to the new realities of digital business
0: Aunt allen let's bring you into the conversation what would you add to the topic of the growing importance of digital trust?
2: One of the things that I'd want to add to that is
0: really the range of
2: digital trust. This is something that organizations need to address at multiple levels. And the scope of this varies between the relationships an important issue that affects multiple parts of the organization in support of their digital business initiatives.
0: I want to dive deeper in just a second into what it is and and as you just were talking about those various attributes and parts. And uh, Felix, let me just quickly um, ask a follow-up to something you raised in that first answer. And you had mentioned that traditional trust uh, can take years to build, seconds to break, and then take forever to build back up again. And then you quickly said, of course, that digital takes just seconds to make and seconds to break. What about that aftermath, if, if God forbid is broken, does it have that same life cycle of building back up? Do we Does that mean we have that even kind of shorter shelf life to make that snap judgment and maintain? Or does it also accord us a different um, reparation phase, let's say, if something does get broken?
1: Well, something can get broken after it's no longer used. Something could get broken if there's something seriously wrong with whatever happens in a particular digital interaction. But I think the more interesting part is really the adaptive part. Let's take an example. Let's say you're using a ride-sharing service, and so you book a car, right? You don't know who the driver is. They don't really know who you are, but there's a platform that connects them together, right? So let's say that you call the car, but I actually get into that car. And you know Scott, you can always call cars for me and pay for them, I would very much appreciate that. But let's just say you do it once. And then I ride the car, I go to my destination, you're paying for it, so your mobile phone actually stays with you, and the car is actually driving away from you. You're not the person that's in the car, but you're paying for the ride. And that's probably okay, you're just being kind to me. right? But now what if I change the destination? you're still going to foot that bill right so if I tell the driver to go elsewhere are you still going to foot that bill is that actually a fair use of your account would you expect that to happen or perhaps even what if the driver just deviates and goes somewhere totally different then I actually haven't changed the destination so as you can see it all depends so what we're saying is that digital trust continuously adapts itself by looking at the context by seeing what actually happens in the interaction. So we have several different equations that we could think of in levels that go up or down depending on what is happening right now at that particular instance. So we recalculate all the time.
0: So stepping back, you've given the definition each in kind of the course of those answers, but uh, just to make sure we're all on the same page, what is Gartner's definition of digital trust?
1: So we say that Digital trust is the evolution of existing trust models to address the radical shift in scope, spontaneity, and agency required to meet the needs of digital interactions. Let me try to explain what we actually mean with that. First of all, the scope. So, in regular trust relationships, they tend to be one to one. So, you trust me, I trust Gardner, maybe I make some. Particular interaction or particular purchase via my mobile phone. So I trust my mobile phone to do the right thing. You trust the application of mobile phones to act on my behalf as I'm doing that purchase. So these are all different point to point trust relationships. Right now, in digital, we have large chains of multiple participants in which all of these chains, all of these trust chains, are being built. Instantaneously, and they involve very many different actors. Many of them would never really have interacted with before, right? So the scale is much bigger. We have to build trust relationships between people and things, between things and other things, between algorithms, between data used by algorithms. So the the scale of this is totally different. The second thing is the spontaneity. So all of this is happening at a particular instant, right? Everything's coming together. So your fridge knows that you know, you're out of juice or beer or milk or whatever, you know, whatever you're into. And uh, it also knows that Scott is coming back from a business trip tomorrow. So we got to place a new order and have that delivered before he comes back, right? Perhaps at that particular time. We might even do it on the fly as we track you coming back to your house. So as we're doing this, there's several interactions that happen over here that need to have a trust agreement being set up. First of all, If we track you coming to your home, if we know that you're likely to arrive within the next 30 minutes, and we want to make sure that the milk or the beer that we're going to deliver to your fridges better be cold as it gets there, we need to have your geo-location, right? So we need to set up a trust relationship so that your geo-location can actually make it to our algorithm that controls when the delivery is going to happen. Someone has to deliver it as well. Maybe it's going to be delivered by a drone, or maybe not, but anyway, someone needs to have your address, right, someone is trusted to make that delivery, then it's gonna be your fridge that notices that we have to order whatever drink we're going to order for you. So it's something that makes a purchase on your particular behalf. That is another importance of digital trust that it can act on your behalf, which is the agency, because a lot of things are being driven by algorithms, algorithms use data, All things happen on behalf of someone's implicit or explicit consent. That's why digital trust really is different. In traditional business relationships, we had to sign contracts before. We had to get to know each other. We had to let the lawyers do their ping pong before we could actually go ahead and do business. Now, in digital business, everything comes together instantly. Lots of things come together, many of them algorithms, data, things, devices, and so on. And of things happen on behalf of an entity, which is a user or a business.
0: And what do you see as important for us to know here?
2: So regarding the question about being able to reestablish trust, you know, if trust is broken, I think how you tackle that varies according to the level of the stack. You know, if you're talking about the digital trust extending from business to customer interactions all the way through to you know, technical artifacts, you have to take a different strategy at different levels. So, at the extremes, for example, if you're looking at establishing trust and being able to reestablish trust at the level of the customer interactions, we see that organizations have to build that capacity, proactively address the issues that might erode trust and the capacity to. Able to respond positively to reestablish trust with the customers. So the focus on the customer, on the performance, on things like social responsibility and innovation that build trust. But organizations can mitigate those circumstances where trust is eroded and can help rebuild trust very quickly and essentially in an adaptive way by a willingness to be honest and truthful. try and cite some reasons that seem good but actually don't reassure customers to be communicative to behave in a competent way and also to be transparent if you're not willing to follow those kind of principles To recover very readily and regain that level of trust with your customers.
1: That's a really good point. And just to add a little bit to that, the really important part about digital trust is that it's measurable. So if we just look at our traditional understanding of trust, it tends to be a belief that someone else is going to act in a way that is consistent with our expectations. But digital trust really has to be measurable, which means that we have to be able to put a number next to it. That's not just one number, it could be multiple numbers regarding multiple expectations, right? We have a confidence in a particular expectation or in a set of expectations that, first of all, whoever we're dealing with is who or what they claim to be. That's important, of course, because a lot of this is happening digitally, so we need to have some sort of confidence And the identity of the other person or the other thing. And also that whichever entity we're dealing with can represent itself or really be faithfully represented by another entity, which is important. Like when Scott's fridge is buying beer for him, we need to make sure that that fridge can really act on behalf of Scott in that very particular context. And uh, that the entity is fully able to and willing to participate in the digital interaction consents to do so. And then, of course, also, last but not least, that it does so in a predictable, in a truthful, reliable, secure, safe, and ethical, and privacy-respecting manner. So these are all different dimensions of of confidence in our expectation that the other party will act according to these expectations, and they're, they're measurable. So the more you can measure the more trust can actually be established because otherwise you just have an unknown factor. And then that, that can be okay for certain situations as well. But, but this, this trust level is constantly being, being re-evaluated during the transaction.
0: That's the why and the what, but what about the how? How do we build and maintain digital trust? Well, we'll cover that in an upcoming Gartner ThinkCast conversation with Felix and Ant. Trust us. In the meantime, check out the special report, Digital Trust, Enabling Agile Risk Management, now out on Gartner.com. And when that next ThinkCast conversation is finalized, look for it at Gartner.com slash podcasts, or subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. Also make sure to check out Ant's and Felix's webinar, Digital Trust, The New Frontier, Redefining Trust for the Digital Era. That's over at Gartner.com slash webinars. And with that, I want to again thank Gartner analysts Ant Allen and Felix Gatkins. I'm Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast. Thanks for listening.